Hello, and welcome to Wait, What? A podcast for the Savage Critic website. I'm Jeff Lester, and uh, recently Graham McMillan and I tried to conduct a full-scale podcast talking about the week's comics. We were cut brutally short because of technical difficulties, so instead you're going to have a very brief minicast uh, with some slight technical glitches where we discuss Captain America 600 and a few other assorted topics. So, hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. In theory, we should keep this sort of quick and lively, and apparently I have to edit it so that I sound like a genius and not a complete moron like I usually am. But uh, Wait, did, did someone say something? Oh, well, the, yeah, there was there was one comment where somebody was like, oh, this was way too long, and you guys learn how to need to learn how to edit things down. And I, I did love the, this is no adequate replacement for writing something. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's this or nothing right now. (laughs) Exactly. We're lucky to get what we can out of Graham, damn it. Yeah. Um, But, well, you know, I think people come around. It doesn't surprise me. One of the things I like about the Savage Critic uh, readership is they're pretty old school. You know, they're pretty Luddite. It doesn't surprise me that there's a lot of guys who are somewhat... um, uh, would rather read than listen. And honestly, I think I'm that way myself. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I think I might be exactly the same. And that's why we're doing a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Because we don't do them or even know how to do them. We're perfect. Um, which reminds me, do you think it's possible that you might be able to uh, post the um, the MP3 of the yes, last I, thing? I keep forgetting. I, I need to do that. that yeah, hang on. Be... I'm going to make a note to myself right now. Ooh, a note. MP3. Post it, you asshole. <laughs> that is actually what my note says. It says MP3 posted, you asshole. So if I don't, if at some point I forget what that actually means, I'm gonna be like, why did I write this note to myself? <laughs> hey, as long as you know that it's you, you know, and not like who's writing threatening notes to me on my notepad, you know. Exactly. As- sending me these terrible things. I think that's actually a Superman story from the 70s, as I recall. So, uh... So was Clark Kent hypnotized at any point? There, I do have a world's finest uh, digest where Clark Kent is trying to kill Superman. Clark Kent goes to the local, like, hoods, and he's like, I want you to kill this man. And, like, you see the photograph of Superman, and it's like, how the hell did this happen? <laughs> exactly. There's a. I think they they did a sequel to that story later, where Clark Kent is being, you know, uh, there's all these threats on his life, attempts on his life being made by a shadowy dude who turns out to be Superman. So I don't remember if it's some sort of. Well, that was revenge. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. Stop trying to kill me. Take me out, will you, you fucker? I'll show you, Kent. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, Yeah, no, that was an actual story. So. uh, and I don't, now that I think about it, I don't remember. I, I guess you can probably blame it on the red kryptonite, but uh, I, I don't remember why he was dressed up as a ninja, and, you know, apart from trying to drag out the suspense of who the mystery killer was, you know. So that blew your mind when it turned out that I want to say Superman magic. Man. Yeah, magic. If ninjas are involved, then it's got to be magic. If, if Mark Miller's Wolverine has told me anything, it's mystical <laughs> magic. We will kill you and then bring you back to life as a ninja warrior. Yeah, well, to be fair, that that is that is Marvel ninja canon. You know, they were doing that shit back in in Frank Miller's Daredevil. You know what I mean? 
That, that's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> to be fair, that's yeah. where the Marvel Universe is <laughs> Marvel ninjas have powers over life and death. I think it is just pretty well, like I said, it's canon. It's well established. And that's why I'm looking forward to DC's Blackest Night, where, of course, they are going to redefine death in the DC Universe, ah. which makes me remarkably excited, because really, how do you redefine death? You're dead, <laughs> or you're not. There's not a lot of space for redefinition. That's, that's like, I think Blackest Night is probably going to be a lot of fun. I think Jeff Johns does the big event thing really well. But the idea that it's going to redefine what is pretty much a fairly well-defined concept. Yes, yes, it's exactly. Awesome. It's like, what is he going to do? Death, really. <laughs> Doesn't mean dead anymore. Death just means you're sleeping for six months. So <laughs> Black Night, like all the Black Lanterns are going to halfway through the series wake up and be like, "Oh no, I feel much rested." You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Who knows? Maybe they'll do something awesome. Maybe it'll turn out that uh, that dead means um, your soul is thrown. Yeah, exactly. Dead equals not dead. I mean, which is pretty much... I mean, if you think about it, that is the comic book definition of death anyway, isn't it? You know? Can I just say that I'm... This is entirely selfish. I'm really pissed off that not enough people have gone to see my wonderful Captain America Boss 909 from yesterday. Oh, my God. Explain what Reborn is going to be. Yes. No one on the comic internet has picked up on it. Well, give give them some time. It's a brilliant post. I loved it. I honestly, before I posted it, I thought everyone's going to kill me. Because <laughs> I, 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 I honestly thought uh, Rebecca would email me and be like, "Fuck you, fuck you for ruining my story." I genuinely <laughs> believe he's going to do that. And no one has said anything, and it's not even got that many views. And I'm like, "Wow!" First of all, obviously, no one cares about Captain America coming back. Mm-hmm. And secondly. Like Marvel's not even paying attention to their own things. I uh, I was very upset. I wanted people to. I wanted the internet to explode, and they didn't. <laughs> no, I I agree. I I mean, I thought it was actually a really brilliant piece. But I have to say, what you missed was the very final keystone uh, in Ed Brubaker's plan, which I understood which, as yeah. soon as I read your article. Right. Which was okay. So, you've got Captain America, according to your theory, he's hit by some sort of modified version of Doctor Doom's, like, time machine slash platform, and so his soul has been knocked out of his body and is is traveling through time, right? Yeah. Okay, now think, what other Captain America story, indeed, classic Captain America story, is that the plot of? I have no idea. Dude, it's Captain America's Bicentennial Battles by Jack Kirby. (laughs) That's totally what's going on. Like, Captain America ends up in this weird area with Mr. Buddha, who keeps throwing him through all these time zones to show him the meaning of America, and he, like, runs around and pops, you know, Indians and ends up, like, fighting Nazis and stuff. I I totally don't think that's it, because what I think he's doing is I think Captain America is trapped in his own life. I don't think he's. I don't think he's traveling through time willy nilly. I think he has to relive parts of his own past. And I think instead of discovering what America means, he's discovering what it means to be Captain America. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think so too. Except by meeting Mister Buddha and like having to like punch Nazis and like run around with Indians and be in musical numbers and stuff. That's totally while, what I think. 
while I love that idea, I honestly would pay money to see Brubaker try and play <laughs> Bicentennial Battle straight. <laughs> it's a bit similar to that, and sure enough, like, Ed's a massive Captain America fan, but I'm sure he knows there's no way he can get away with that. Dude, come on. That would be, like, the biggest act of, like, completely awesome fuck units, like, working Bicentennial battles, like, into modern-day continuity. If he managed to do it, then he would be the greatest Captain America creator ever, because he brought back Bucky and made everyone go... Oh, that makes sense. And then he put in Mr. Buddha. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, after you do the impossible with Bucky Barnes, it's just a hop, skipping a, you know, away from like, okay, I'm going to bring back Mr. Buddha and I'm going to make him awesome. Believe, hear me now. Listen to me later. I think that's the point that where everyone is going to lose their shit when they realize not only is he bringing back Captain America, but he's going to make Hitch redraw Bicentennial Battles as a six-issue miniseries. Hitch isn't going to be on the series past the third issue. Oh, really? Well, okay, so one of the things Marvel did, which I think is really, really seriously sneaky, and to the point of just being mean, is they advertised Reborn as Brubaker Hitch. Mm-hmm. Then as soon as they announced what it was, mm-hmm. Tom Reborn gave an interview where he said, Butch Guys is inking, and if Brian Hitch falls on deadlines, he'll start penciling it as well. Bastards, and I—I I, I mean, I honestly think it's terrible because they're completely selling it on. We're not telling you anything about the story. We're not telling you anything about the stars. These are the two creators, and then as soon as they tell you the name of it, they're like, "Actually, there's a third creator." Wow. Well, to be fair, Brian Hitch has never missed a deadline in his life, so I think. That, <laughs> I, I think um, what you're talking about is a real long shot possibility there. Poor Brian. I actually kind of feel bad for him because. This is one of the few times I feel bad for Mark Miller as well. When they started Fantastic Four, they were like, we're not going to miss an issue, there's no way, and then there's legitimate reasons why they both completely fucked up the end of the run. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, seriously, Mark Miller's back in the hospital, Brian Hitches, is his mother died or his father died? Mm-hmm. Like, something horrible happened, and then Marvel pulled him off the book to do Reborn. Wow, so he's not same, finishing out his run because his... Because Marvel took him off the book. Wow. That but it's going, to go, it's going to go down in history as yet another time when Miller and Hitch failed to do a series. Wow. Well, I mean, they did wrap up Ultimates. I mean, it only took them like 900 years, but they did do a complete run on that, right? It was, it was what, four years for 24 issues? Something like that? Yeah, but they finished, you know. I mean, I'm not uh, yeah. saying it was a good the, okay. clip, but, you know... <laughs> I mean, that's the great thing about those guys is they're kind of like, they have that, like, I'm going to run the marathon and I'm going to place first. And then, you know, they come in like five months after people have taken down the banners and they're sweating and kind of barfing on themselves. But they did finish the marathon, technically, so you got to give them that. I'll give them something. Well, there you I'm go. Not, I'm not sure if it's that. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's fair. Um, wow. So it's going to end up being Brubaker and Guise. Maybe. Yeah, like, like, you know, the last year of Captain America has been. Mm-hmm. Which is fine with me as a reader because, you know, it's essentially the Captain America series for the next five months. Mm-hmm. They're, putting, they're putting the Captain America title on hold while Reborn runs. So uh-huh. it's pretty much Captain America. So, you know, that's fine. It's going to look like Captain America. Right, right. Cool. But I just think it's a complete bait and switch. Yeah, well, hmm, that, does, that does seem like the Marvel way these days. Uh, hmm. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, Okay, well, 
So I'm sure that one day, very soon, people will realize that your Captain America post is genius because I thought it was great. Um, it's going to get picked up by like blogging newsarama from a third party and then they'll be like hey who came up with this idea because they summoned that to my it's 20 years since tim burton's batman post and i got really pissed off i was like that's me you fuckers (laughs) and they were like hey did you know this and i was like i didn't (laughs) (laughs) yes in fact i did know this because i wrote it you fuckers yes exactly But that's what's going to happen. At some point, someone's going to post it on, like, the Newsarama forums. Not linked, and then they'll be credited as, as it. I can completely see that happening. Uh, yeah, that's... I, I can tell you're already looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to someone saying, this guy's a genius! And maybe, like, it was me! <laughs> I'm the one who reread 50 comics in, like, a week to make sure I could do this post! And I scanned the bastards! Me! <laughs> I love the fact that you get like an indignant squeaky cartoon mouse voice when you do it too. Somehow that makes it all the worthwhile. It's like, it almost makes me want to go over and like register on Newsarama and post it myself just to hear That'd be awesome. Just just so I can call you up and be like, (laughs) Did you see what that mouse said? And you were like, who said that? No, terrible. terrible. (laughs) 